good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the inner circle, the one who makes sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you for your consistency, for your support. And I am always in consistent prayer that you are finding more and more inspiration, motivation to be ever more disciplined in the light of the truth of the one that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme intelligence, which is what I am always addressing and always speaking to. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to really care to be able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards our own greater good. We're in a now moment that requires us to be in a place and space where it matters to us how we walk, how we stand, how we live, and how we leave for having the reality that there is a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide in full effect and has been in full effect for quite some time. Understand that it is not going to end well. And that in order for us to really have any leverage over it, we have to be able to care enough to respond correctly and directly to being under siege. And your first line of defense when you're being warred against is to do nothing to undermine yourselves. To be in a place and space where you will do everything that you possibly can, as quickly as you possibly can, to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so that you are able to walk in the integrity of who you are as this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. For the scheme of the beast to distort organic world progression is to put us in a place and space where we're all right with dying. To put us in a place and space where we feel as though death is the natural culmination, destiny, and fate of everybody. So y'all all right with dying. So you might as well be happy killing yourselves. And I'm here to say that's the lie. And you got to check yourself. Because in my experience of working with those ones who are reaching for life support as a result of how we have been programmed to be careless with ourselves, to be careless with ourselves, to put ourselves in a place and space where we, instead of exalting and exuberating ever more and more and more abundant life, that we are degenerating and getting old in the realm of eternity. And because I'm the one who is always emphasizing that we're already in the realm of eternity, then get a grip about what it is to be dead and how long you will be dead if you leave here dead. And then they want you to say, oh, well, there's no death. But in the meantime, you have been in violation of the laws that govern your own being all of your life, feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, all manners of artificially colored, artificially flavored alcohol, tobacco, and all of this stuff that put you in a place where you were not able to walk in the truth of your God self, your goddesshood, to have an understanding and an understanding that those ones who have been on this world conquering rampage for so long, who robbed the tombs and the grave sites of all of these ones that have come before who would rather go across the world burning the people up and then 
going through their ashes to discover the greatness of the people. We're in a place and space where we cannot afford to follow those who are foolish. And as a result of seeing how foolish governments are to feel entitled to work towards the degradation of deprivation, the violation, the subjugation, the bastardization, the usurpation, and whatnot of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, her creatures, and her populace, then understand that you have to be in a place and space where you're willing to take personal responsibility to be able to respond correctly and directly to what is needed in your now moment in exalting a full life's urge, being in a place where you are uncompromising in terms of your love of life and you are having an understanding and an understanding that you will never work for a big bar or still be awarded or rewarded anything that is greater than who and what you already are but naked and there's nothing that can be added to you that is greater than you, so stop killing yourselves. feeling as though you can't afford to sleep, you can't afford to do this, you can't afford to do that because you got to grind and you got to speak on the plantation and all of this. And I'm saying that we're in a place where we have to understand that there has always been law that governs existence. There's always been law that governs existence and there have always been those who have applied themselves to the laws that govern life. There have always been light bearers and truth sayers. There have always been those who have exalted a full life's urge, who are wise enough not to give in to the foolishness of the forces of Satan, Lucifer, and the devil, to put us in a place and put themselves in a place where they have the personal glory of being remembered in the cosmic ordering of things and have their names written in the book of life. And so in this now moment, no matter what the situation and circumstances are that we're facing, understand that each of us is taking responsibility to create certain situations and circumstances that impact and affect our lives individually and personally. And to know that when you are in that mindset where it matters to you to be freed of any degree of infirmity, sickness, illness, dis-ease, despair, degradation, violation, resentment, anger, frustration, and all of the things that whittle away at your wholeness, all of those things that whittle away at your degrees of, of self-deservedness and your self-worth and your understanding and understanding that you at this point of this absolute and supreme presence. And that presence is beating your heart and breathing you. And that our being present in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence as points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and understanding the inherent divinity of existence itself and the harmony of the whole of existence and that the intelligence of existence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal is so intelligent that it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everybody all at the same time. And it does nothing to undermine itself. And it, ha it has not agreed as purpose for any ones of itself to undermine other ones of itself to have leverage and profit or money or capitalism or any other issue. And so we're in a place where we have to realize the difference between man's way and God's way, man's way and the way of light, man's way and the way of law, man's way and the order 
of existence itself and to begin to apply ourselves to it. And to know that on a daily basis, we have access to whatever it is we need because the universe is that perfect. The intelligence of existence is always in progression. There is always more. We're in a now moment that requires us to be in that place and space where you have an understanding and an understanding that your body is literally the temple for the dwelling of the true spirit of the living gods and goddesses. And when you ask children who lives in heaven, they're going to say God. And because we've been under a socialization of patriarchy and male domination, they'll say God, but they may not say goddess. They may say the Lord, but they may not say Lordesses. We have to come to understand the divinity of the male and female, the God and goddess, the Lord and Lordess, that we are here to represent the wholeness and our being whole within ourselves. It's something that we have to reach for. It doesn't come naturally because none of the institutions that have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what life is and what success in life is has given us a proper orientation in terms of being supported, nurtured, nourished, fed, and cultivated to be in the natural progression of self-actualization, self-realization, and harmonization with the laws of existence the will of existence, the love of existence. And so we have those who delight in doing that which undermines themselves and their selves. And those ones who think that it is profitable to undermine oneself and oneself. Those who have been so mistaken and misled under the laissez-faire, capitalistic kind of let the buyer beware mentality that we feel like it's okay to poison our children with artificial colors and artificial flavors and processed breakfast cereals puffed and, and saturated with all manners of sugars and all of this and then feed them hot dogs and hamburgers and candy and all of this stuff where you are literally charging violation upon their blood that puts them in a place where that natural divinity and intelligence and innocence that they have they will soon lose on the path of adulteration. And so it matters that we, as men, the progenitor of lineages and wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, have an understanding and an understanding that there is nothing that we can get paid to do, that we can be licensed, certified, or degreed to do, miseducated or religiously trained to do, that is greater than our inherent purpose in existence in loving being and being loving and mastering this realm of materiality through the consistent practice and perfecting ourselves in spiritual law and to have an understanding and an understanding that love is the fulfillment of the law and the harmony of truth is that which is love and it affects absolutely everything and everybody and everything and everybody every hue of people is going to be benefited when they care to exalt a full life surge Everybody is benefited when there is no initiative towards ones and ones feeling entitled to beat and rape and violate and castrate and set a fire and hang these ones yet want them, need them as the cogs in the wheel of their economy. The beautiful thing about the time in which we're living 
is that those who legislate death, perpetuate death, and love doing that which undermines themselves will have a tragic date with faith quicker and sooner than later in death. And that those who are willing to exalt a full life surge, those who are willing to be completely cleared and cleansed and purified, those who are willing to accept the divinity of existence and clean their body temples for the express purpose of consecrating their body temples so that the true spirit of the living gods and goddesses are completely re-enthroned, that there is nothing that can thwart our progression because the fulfillment is the establishment of the eternal order and the eternal laws and the eternal government for that. That is the absolute reality throughout all of the cosmic is that there are no schemes of anything or anybody that is greater than the intelligence of existence, the will of existence, the laws of existence, the order of existence. And our greatest opportunity right now is to be able to participate fully in being ordered and harmonized with it by virtue of it to the greater good in, in behalf of the whole of existence itself on behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures and the reorientation and the realignment and the reestablishment of the integrity of our humanity and the divinity of our being. We have to come to a point and place where we begin to really listen to ourselves and look at ourselves and, you know, really know that you can accept correction. And it's all right to be right. It's all right to be corrected. It's all right to be disciplined. It is all right to be all right. But you don't have to accept sickness, illness, and disease because them over there got sickness, illness, and disease, and everybody's in this place. So you want to be in the company of the miserable. Say, misery loves company. But you don't have to choose that. You don't have to be the ones who are always talking about my doctor this and my doctor that, and they had to change my prescription, and I got this going on over here, and I got this going on over here, because in the reality of it, and I want y'all to really, really think about this and look at our elders and see that instead of enjoying the maturity of eldership and having gotten and acquired the wisdom that should come with it as a result of having matured properly in the order and the light of absolute and supreme intelligence, we have those who are demented. Those who are suffering from Alzheimer's, they don't remember who they are, where they are, who came through them, or what they came here to do. And they stick them over here and stick them over here and stick them over here and charge all kinds of money, five, $6,000 a month to house them so that they are misfeeding them and never giving them anything that really would help them truly enjoy the rest of their living. Those of us who are moving into maturity now, we have the opportunity to create a greater way. We have an opportunity to circumvent some of the devastation that has already been scheduled as a result of the karmic debt of having established systems of government all over the world based on the annihilation of the darkest hues of ones and ones. The enslavement, the bastardization, the subjugation, the domination, the separation, the divisiveness, 
and to know that the methodology of our oppression is to oppress us at our cellular functioning. So even though you may tout that you live in the freest country in the world, you are part of the sickest people of the world. Those who are so distracted from all of the gladiator sports and the ball games and and all of the artificiality and the superficiality of existence and so, and whatnot. You understand? We love that which which glitters. You know the polished wood, metal, and stone, destroying that which is your rights to be realigned in your eternal life for that which has no substance, that which has no real meaning, that which is foolishness and folly. Because you think that under real rightness and righteousness and being in light and being in a place where you are disciplined as a disciple of truth and light that you don't have fun. You understand? Y'all have been taught to think that killing yourself is fun, smoking and drinking and getting high and spewing and ejaculating and wasting yourself. It's fun. It is death. And a lot of times you don't understand how much pain and suffering is going to come until you're at a place in space where the degree of deficiency as a result of your never really consuming that which you were designed to consume to promote optimum cellular functioning so that you are able to facilitate optimum creative thought. And to understand that it is in our capacity to think that we are able to best align ourselves with the will of existence and that which is the light of God, that absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It has given a way, given us a way to communicate directly with it as a result of having faculties that have not been polluted and corrupted and undermined with the residues from the nitrates and the nitrites and the BHA and the BHT and the pesticides and the herbicides and the larvicides and all of these chemicals that are literally contraindicating in your brain and your pineal gland and your organs and your tissues, creating all of these different various cancers throughout the body and then having the programming to think that once the cancer is there, then there's no real opportunity you have to be healed unless you are treated with so much more poison. And so I'm the one to remind you that we were made perfectly, designed perfectly by the intelligence of existence and our bodies function perfectly whether we understand how they're functioning or not. The body is intelligent enough to always care to bring itself back to stasis. It's always trying to establish that which is in its best interest. And once we're wise enough to not inhibit and block and thwart that progress and that effort of the body, then this is how we come to a point and place where we can facilitate the degree of cleansing that is necessary in order to really establish the healing. 
And so where we are requires us to have a commitment towards wholeness. Because you cannot idolize just a part of existence itself. You cannot separate the intelligence of existence from this or that or the other and behold. And you have already gotten so much of it that now it's about breathing ever more deeply, hydrating ever more intensely, oxygenating, mineralizing, and opening up all channels of elimination to understand that you are always in a better place when you care to do that which is truly in your best interest. And this is how intelligence works. No matter how small or how big or whether it creeps or crawls or flies or swims or whatever, the intelligence of existence has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone. And everything is intelligent enough to exalt a full life's urge, to do nothing to undermine itself, to know its food, to excrete its ways, to know its kind, to mate and perpetuate itself, and to be able to respond correctly and directly when it senses that its life is being threatened. And it is the evidence of a fallen humanity who've come to a point and place where they feel entitled to not exert a full life surge, to do some things that they think are in their best interest, but for all intents and purposes, to feel entitled to violate the order of their own being, to disregard and disobey the laws that govern their own being, to be in a place where they feel entitled to be wrong and to be out of alignment with the order of existence, which makes you vulnerable to those who have no real love or light or wisdom or truth, who are motivated by profit and greed and erroneous thinking to try to sublimate you, program you through advertising and commercialism to give you an artificial set of values so that you value things more than you value yourself. You treat your cars better than you treat your body. You treat your cars better than you treat your children. That's a trick. Because when it comes to how we really live, It is through the consistent application of our love of life and loving the Creator, loving that which beats our heart and breathes us with our whole body, heart, with all of our might, consciously caring to exalt a full life's urge to be an honor and a glory into the lineages that we represent and to have an understanding and an understanding as to how to invoke the greatness of the lineages that we represent and have that greatness come flowing out of us through our own talent, skills, and abilities so that we are the gifts of our lineages, from our lineages to all lineages. 
and to know that as we walk in the light of the truth of the ones that we be as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, as we exalt this full life surge, as we care to really be harmonized within the whole of existence, within the love of existence, the light of existence, the wisdom and the truth of existence, and consistently dig deeper and reach higher to be resubstantiated in the presence of who we are, harmonized in the intelligence of that that we are, and to understand that we always have access to more of ourselves, more light, more love, more wisdom, more truth, more realization, more revelation, more self-actualization. We are in the progression of the eternal. And the cleaner your blood the greater your clarity, the greater your clarity, the more focused your thought, the more elevated and focused your thought, the easier it is to create. There's a saying, we dwell upon the same planet, but we live in different worlds based upon what's going on in our own body temples. And to understand that our bodies are the temples for the true dwelling of the spirits of the living gods and goddesses. And that because our bodies have been under siege, our blood streams have been defiled so that we are out of alignment with our spiritual health. We have been sown in vice. We have been made to think that it's okay to be wrong in life, to accept imperfection and sinfulness as our nature, to be in a place where you don't want to be right. You'd rather be wrong because... It's more fun. <laughs> but in the final analysis, the example with which you lived impacts and affects your children and your grandchildren and the ones that you have charge over and your misalignment and your misdirection, you cannot help but to share it with someone else. And there are those who know that they do not have the wherewithal and the substance to lead other ones. And then there are those who know that they're wrong and they take responsibility to lead everybody wrong. And so you have to be in a place where you care to be righted. You care to be cleared and cleansed. You care to be whole. You care to be healed. You care to be free of sickness, illness, disease, despair, depression, discontent, dissatisfaction, lack, and all of that. Because in this now moment, we do not have to wait for the masses of people to be liberated before we walk as liberated beings. Your personal degrees of obedience and obedience unto those laws is that which makes the difference in your life or your life. What it is you want for your life, you have to have the clarity because nobody else can serve you the truth of yourself when you are not asking to walk in the integrity of the truth of yourself. And there's no greater wealth that you could ever have without walking in the integrity of the truth of yourself as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. There's no greater 
reward than the joy and happiness of fulfillment in a life well lived. Lives that you've touched and cultivated towards their greater good and the generations that were positively impacted and affected and liberated as a result of the wisdom and the gift that you gave and imparted unto those that you had the opportunity to touch. You're in a now moment of eternity. You're always in a now moment of eternity, and you are in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. On 89.3 FM, WRFG, Atlanta. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adana thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I pray that you are inspired to meet us here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who want to be in the circle, the ones who try to make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you so much for your consistency. Thank you for caring to be attuned because there are so many other things you could be doing at this time. And I am in consistent prayer that you are always receiving more inspiration, more insight, more motivation to be ever more disciplined in reaching deeper to stand in the greatest degrees of personal integrity with the all that you each are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to have an understanding and understanding that there are no ones who can outthink the intelligence of existence. There are no ones who can outplan it, outplot it, outlive it, outlove it, or outlast it, so that our greatest degrees of leverage under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide is to not participate with it, to come to a point and place where it matters to us to be able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards our own greater good. To realize that when we are and we are being warned against, we're not at war. But there are so many ones who are literally being warned against. Then our first line of defense is to do nothing to undermine ourselves, to undermine ourselves, which is charged upon ourselves, and to do everything we possibly can to be completely cleared from years of violation adulteration in that which has allowed us to stand as houses divided against ourselves because we have been doing certain things that were in our best interest, but most of what we've been doing has not been serving our greater good and our own best interest. This now moment of eternity is pregnant with opportunity for our realignment in the integrity of our own authenticity as these points of this absolute and supreme presence to come to a point and place where we understand that that is what is needed in face in the faces of such spiritual impoverishment 
with those who feel as though might is right, and that the more they threaten to kill and to undermine and to have sanctions against, then those ones have to bend to the will of those who will take their lives and threaten their lives. And we've all seen it and we know that that is how these ones have always functioned. And so our coming to a point in place where we're aligned with the intelligence of our own being, the intelligence of our own being, and having an understanding to really care, to make our lives count in the establishment of the eternal order, absolute law, and the eternal governance is that which truly gives us leverage in this now moment because there is no success that anybody or anything can have where we choose not to function in harmony with the whole of existence. There is no true success we can have when there are no ones or very little ones who are running governments and institutions and schools and all of this and we are not properly oriented in knowing what the purpose in being on the planet actually is. And to have been educated, religiously trained, culturally and socially shaped so that we are not understanding what the purpose in being on the planet actually is means that whatever it is we apply ourselves to, chances are we would never really meet the conditions and the prerequisites for truly living successful lives when we were out of alignment with the purpose in being. And so whatever we have accepted as the tenets of success then we have to realign ourselves in this now moment because we are steeped in sickness, illness, disease, death, despair, war, and all of this madness in the midst of being in paradise, dwelling in the realm of eternity, having beating hearts and being able to tap into exalted spirit realms and to be in a place and space where we are these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. But then our education and our religious training and our socialization and culture has put us in a place where we believe we're supposed to be dying from something. And we're choosing that which facilitates our cellular oppression, depression, vitalization, devitalization, deficiency, and our inability to respond correctly and directly to being under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and divisiveness. But we are divided within ourselves. The individual point and presence of this absolute and supreme presence that we each are, we should not be divided within ourselves. We should be standing and living and loving and exalting a full life's urge as whole beings. And to know that under the tenets of, a, of death culture, where people believe in death. They believe that in order to really have victory and triumph over other ones, you have to kill the other ones. In order to be 
successful in war. It's about how many you've killed and going in and bombing food supply and media and all of that, which would be the way to empower people so that you can go in and have a foothold over their resources. We're in an hour moment that requires us to have an understanding and an understanding that there is no supremacy and weakness, weakness and wickedness. And that where we refuse to do what's in our own best interest, then we don't get leverage. We don't come into the degrees of insight and intuition and and clarity that allow us to be able to create something greater. We need to be able to outthink this. And we need to be reinstated as thinking beings, as supremely intelligent ones, as ones who have an understanding and an understanding with that which allows them to stand because it is beginning with endless, infinite, and eternal, and it's beating our hearts, and it's breathing us. And it has designed us divinely and perfectly where every atom and every cell of our being functions perfectly. And then we are on this cataclysmic ride with demise thinking that it's okay for us to reach for that which undermines our cellular functioning. And in the midst of it all, we're trying to grab as much stuff as we possibly can. As if we have no clue as to what the purpose in being is. To be purposed in living, exalting a full life's urge, loving that which beats our hearts and that which breathes us, and that which is the source of existence, that which is the intelligence of all beings, living to exalt the harmony and the oneness of existence itself, to love it with our whole body, with our whole mind, our whole heart, all of our might, so that we are literally living to glorify and honor the legacy of the lineages that we represent, those whose names we can call and all of those who have come before them whose names we cannot call. But the strength of them, the light of them, is still with us. And to understand that in order for us to truly stand on behalf of life, we cannot feel entitled to feed off of death. And that which has no substance and no life force, no nutrients, nothing that enhances our cellular functioning. And then think that because you've got your college education, your degrees, your certification, your licensing, and you can generate money in the perpetuation, the maintenance, and the sustenance of a dead culture that you are successful. And yes, you do whatever you can do to generate an income, but working on behalf of the death industries requires us to rethink ourselves. It requires us to understand that whatever our income is, our greater prosperity is when we are completely committed to serving life itself and the forces of life and that which facilitates greater life force and optimum cellular functioning so that working on behalf of Coca-Cola and Burger King and McDonald's and all of these places that serve us, that which facilitates sickness, illness, and disease. We have to exalt a full care 
to truly be well and to truly be prosperous and to really be in a place where we're investing in the wealth of ourselves and prioritizing our priorities so that we put ourselves at the top of our list, put ourselves at the top of our list. We cannot afford to continue to spend money on and bringing things that undermine our life currency. You're working for a paper currency and then taking so much of that paper currency and buying that which undermines your life currency so that at the end of that, there's little of you left. And so to have an understanding and an understanding that we dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme presence and intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and it beats our hearts and it breathes us, requires us to really rethink ourselves and to exalt the divinity of existence itself, the divinity of all of life itself, and to know that we did not create ourselves. We are not propelling the earth through the cosmic. We're not blazing the sun. We're not doing any of the things that really facilitate life here. And the exaltation of life and being in a place where we are really having a daily effort, making a daily effort to truly exalt a full life urge to know that it is our time as men, the progenitor of lineages, and wounded men, the perpetuator of lineages, to be about the exaltation of life itself. And nobody has been authorized by the intelligence of existence, the will of existence, the laws of existence, or that which we refer to as God, or Yah, Yahweh, Yahweh, or Jesus, or Allah, or whoever it is you want to call. Nobody has been authorized to be the legislators, the perpetuators, and the profiteers of that which facilitates death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. It is totally antithetical to what it is to be, to be about the business of perpetuating death. And because death has become multi-trillion dollar business, then know that death would not be facilitating itself without people facilitating it. People who have been certified, licensed, and degreed, and socialized and cultivated to feel as though having a job working on behalf of the devil, the forces of divisiveness, Satan and Lucifer, is just as good as working on behalf of life itself, and it really is not. And so wherever we are in this now moment, we are always in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that loves us unconditionally and absolutely. The issue is, is that when we're not loving it to the degree to which we are truly loving ourselves and honoring life, then we do not have the opportunity to really fully live in the fullness of what is available to us as a result of dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It cannot give us that which we will not reach for, but with each and every breath, 
have an understanding and an understanding that each breath is much more valuable than anything that man can create, whether it's in metal or coin or paper or computer digits. There is nothing that man has made that is greater than one breath and one beat of our hearts that does far more for us than the sun or the air or the rain or the waters. You understand? We have to come to a point where we stop focusing so much on what men create and to consciously be the creation of that which is God and goddess, godly, righteous and righteousness to come to a point in place where our talents, our skills, our abilities are all shaped with our care and our concern and our decision to be in the intelligence of our own authenticity because we care to live and we care to have a beneficial effect in life as individuals, as families, as communities, as nations, and as a global humanity. To understand that that which we do and that which we won't do will be written upon the pages of time. And we will not be able to outlive the detriment that we're creating in our being out of alignment with who we are as wounded men, the perpetuators of life and lineages and the progenitor of life and lineages. We are not here to be distracted with butts and breasts and balls all the time to think that that is what gives our lives excitement and fun as if there's no fun in being right and righteous. As if there's nothing that we can do that really matters unless we are dwelling in the ditches and valley of degradation, dealing with baseness, as opposed to dealing and living from the heights of exalted conscientiousness and care and love and honor and virtue. And to come to a point in place where we realize that we cannot really honor people with a lip service. You can't really exalt the reality of how grateful you are for those like Malcolm X and Dr. King and all of those ones who came and you refused to exalt a full life's urge. You would wear a t-shirt with their, with their images on it and you go to festivals with their names and whatnot, but you still will feed off the flesh of dead pigs and dead chickens and dead cows and all of this death and think that because you say that you honor them, that you are truly honor them and you are not, not the one to tell you, you are not. And we put banners up and stand behind these ones, but you will not stand on behalf of your own lineages. Yeah, those and those who talk about how much you love Jesus, but do you love the one whose womb you have come through to the degree to which you will truly honor the reality that you come from lineages of people? whose names you may not be able to call, but you have the ability to invoke the greatness of them, to come pouring forth as a reality of your own life. Our liberation 
is within our own hands. There is nobody in the White House or in D.C. or any other place can liberate us when we are enslaved to our genitals and enslaved to our appetites and enslaved to our pain and our frustration and our disdain and we can't get beyond it to really get to a point in place where we consciously care to be completely cleared from our own trespasses to be in a place and space where we allow ourselves to be bathed consistently and continuously and cellularly from being in violation of the primary laws of existence that says thou shalt not kill so thou shalt not eat of the flesh of that which has been killed or eat the progeny and the babies of those who have been killed we cannot thrive eating other people's babies. So if the people just call cows and sows and all of this, I mean, you go eat their babies and be whole. You can't. This is where all the breast cancer and the uterine and the, the uterine cancer and the fibroids and all of this because of all of the eggs and all of the cheese and all of this stuff that we have been consuming for all of this time following the European culture when we are not Europeans. And it's not even good for Europeans. Nobody ever asks what gives them and makes them feel entitled to spread this culture of paste and dough and bread and starch and mucus-producing food, creating constipation and congestion, not only within the, the bodies, but in the streets, in the highways, and the byways. It's like that mentality has affected everything where people are building boxes and boxes. People are living in boxes as opposed to living on the land. We think the progress, the progression of humanity is by virtue of, of all the nice shiny things you're creating. No, the progression of humanity is based upon our virtues of character, our high ethic and high morality, and our doing nothing to create a society of criminality and bestiality and all of the things that put us in a place where we are feeling entitled to be entertained by death. Bloodshed. Games of war. The edict that has been issued from the exalted realms calls for the exaltation of the divine feminine that is in every man, as well as the divine feminine that is every species. as well as the reinstatement of the quality and substance of womanhood. Because if we were in our right alignment as the perpetuators of life, then none of this could really be happening because we're giving birth to men who are the perpetuators of the violence. And we don't birth them as men, but we have something to do with their development, with their mentality. And when a woman consistently feeds her children the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all manners of artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutra-sweetened, aspartame-laden, white sugar, expose them to secondhand smoke, and all of this stuff, then we 
our issues that have crystallized in our tissues as a result of how much acidity that all of this meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, sea creatures, and all of this has created, including the alcohol and the tobacco. That the alcohol and tobacco and sugar to be what I refer to as the weapons of mass destruction. They've destroyed more livers and more lives than just about any war that these people have, have fought in combined for this to be legal, and now it's everywhere. That those ones who are claiming to be about whole food and whatnot are selling alcohol. In the middle of the day, you can go and sit and have a drink and then get out the store and go and get in your car and drive. Really? It's very difficult, if, if at all possible, to respond correctly and directly to being under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide under the state of inebriation and intoxication and being in a place where you are not fully committed to living. That your commitment to life is your commitment to fun. Your commitment to fun is your commitment to inebriation and intoxication and undermining your capacity to think. Sobriety is a necessity when you are being warred against. And those ones who feel as though they have to be high all the time, that they've turned cannabis and marijuana into that which is ritual and, and augmenting their spirituality, it's a, tri it's a trick and it's not real. If it were, then we would see our communities in life. But for marijuana to be the largest cash crop in America, it's a problem when Americans are facilitating and profiting off of the enslavement of the rest of the world, whether it's through the oil, the gold, the diamonds, the of the gemstones, the rubber, the bauxite, the coffee, the cocoa, the sugar. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to really care to be in alignment with the intelligence of our being because when you are and we are living under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and 90% of the people are not responding correctly and directly to being warned against and under siege and when so many of those 
those ones are a detriment to themselves. There's no grace and no protection. So yes, I am the one who is encouraging us to care enough to really exalt a full life's urge to do everything we possibly can to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, so that we are able to be completely revivified in the light of the truth of the ones that we are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to exalt the supremacy of intelligence directly. And intelligence is intelligent enough not to be killing itself. Intelligence does not exalt itself over here through killing itself over there and boasting about how, how, how great it is because it kills so many other ones. It has power through killing. That is absolute stupidity. It's not real. Let's not, let's not fall for the, for the bluff and the grandeur that these people are exalting because it's not real. When you have a society that is growing sicker and sicker each and every day where we are not doing what is required as men and women to lay foundation for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our great-great-grandchildren to be great and to be grand in the light of the truth of the ones that they really are. The laws of existence are always working and to be in violation of the laws that govern your being to be in a place where you have no care to even know what the laws that govern your existence are and understand that your existence is at stake upon the planet and beyond the planet. We should not be dying here. And we should not be killing here. And we should not be contributing to the death and the degradation and the violation and the incarceration and the inebriation and the intoxication and the violation of anything or anybody, particularly ourselves and ourselves. We are in an moment that is called causing us to have to commit to life in order to truly live. And we have everything that we could possibly need available to us to sustain our lives, add on to our lives enhance our lives so that we are truly harmonized in the truth of who we truly are as these points of this absolute and supreme presence that is forgetting this endless, infinite, and eternal forget us beyond all of the divisiveness of race, class, religion, sex, nation, gender, preference, and otherwise so that we are able to rise in the establishment of the eternal order the eternal laws and the eternal government. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, the voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.